Yep, we are back with the third part of today's current review with Central News Live. I'm still Tamsan Natu from the TT Hookup, uh, that podcast they made. Please go onto YouTube, type the TT Hookup. You will find us there. We are, if, if you don't type the TT Hookup, you can also search for Black Economics. We are there on YouTube. Subscribe. We need your support very much, man. We are talking about a variety of things there, you know, a, a lot of important things uh, from anything, entertainment, politics, business, and economics. And uh, we've got two new episodes that are up, that are running there. Please go and support, watch, and suggest new content for us. But right now we are with Central News Current Review, and I am going to be joined by... Uh, an ideologue, one of the ideologues of our province, somebody who writes what he likes and he likes what he writes, <laughs> uh, an African Marxist, this uh, is Omakhele, and we're going to talk about uh, a, an an important piece that he wrote in the you know in the past few days, which talks to the economic structure of our country of our province in particular. Uh, and I think he's, make, he's making some important uh, observations there. So we'll just be talking about that. Uh, good day, Ndate Makhili. Uh, good day, Ndate Tamsang Atu, and uh, good day to the viewers as well. Thank you very much, man. Uh, I think let's just get to it quickly before we, we lose a lot more time. Um, in, 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 your, in your article, which you will talk, to, in, which you talk uh, to us about, you 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 raised a, a a very important economic questions there, um, but there's a few things that I want us to talk about. Um, for example, you emphasize the importance of economic transformation over economic growth. Uh, would you please elaborate for us as to why you believe economic transformation is more crucial in addressing the challenges of poverty, inequality, and and unemployment in the first state? And, and why there is no, no, a, a difference between no, no. information versus economic growth. Yeah, no, 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 thank you very much. Uh, let me firstly uh, thank Central News uh, Media Group for affording me an opportunity to share my views with members of the community. Firstly, through allowing my article to be published on their uh, platform. But secondly, for giving me this opportunity again to further elaborate, it is community media houses like this that actually give us hope that the free state will rise. So thank you very much. Uh, first and foremost, uh, in order for us to actually deal or address the economy, the challenges of the economy of the free state and the country at large, it is quite important for us to conduct a deeper analysis of that particular economy. Now, uh, we must not look at the symptoms of the economic problems that we have. Now, your symptoms are what economists would refer to as economic indicators. They indicate to you that there are certain challenges in the economy. And those indicators are, amongst others, issues like economic uh, growth rate. If the economic growth rate is going up or down, it's, an, it's just a symptom. Uh, the Gini coefficient, which therefore calculates uh, inequalities in, in, in a particular country or a province. 
uh, that that is another indicator but also the issue of unemployment rate so those are the indicators you must not only look at those because if you are only looking at those and say i want to address unemployment rate without necessarily understanding the fundamental issues that actually affects that economy you are going to have a problem it is like a doctor when you go to a medical doctor and he, there, and he just looks at the symptoms and he deals with the symptom tomorrow you are coming back again your health has deteriorated because they did not deal with the fundamental issues they did not diagnose the problem now i'm a proponent or a follower of a philosophy that is called dialectical materialism which then encourages us to look at a problem from the inside from the deep uh, below the surface and on the sides now to come to your question if you are only going to look at the concept of economic growth which is but a symptom you're not going to address the fundamental issues that face that economy but if you are going to look at economic transformation it is much broader in that you want to transform an economy if there are structural challenges so transformation is much broader now <clears throat> given the legacy of apartheid and colonialism our economy has got structural shocks or structural problems for example you have an economy that has got high levels of concentration <clears throat> market concentration in that <clears throat> you have a fewer number of companies in a particular sector that are dominating that sector they are huge but they are few and new entrants cannot get into that market because of uh, difficulty in terms of uh, entry levels because of that high concentration now that is a structural problem of the economy that we have for an example in 2019 the university of the free states center for development studies released a report that report was only zooming on the agricultural sector in the province it says that there are about nine or ten large companies that are dominating that particular sector your itau your ovk your Sanvest, <clears throat> and most of those companies are family owned white owned so you've got a structural problem in terms of ownership patterns still reflects the legacy of apartheid white males are dominating it's a structural problem you have to do, deal with it also issues of gender there's also issues of uh, inability for new entrants to enter the market now the second one is we've got an economy that has got heavy reliance on the export of primary goods and then imported back as processed products that in itself is a challenge because you are now exporting job opportunities that is why you have high unemployment because you just take out a potato from the ground and you send it to Mpumalanga and then when it comes comes back it is Simba chips those who processed it to be Simba chips have got job opportunities and you are left with what just a consumer it's a structural problem of the free state economy another one relates to the sectors of our economy sectors are very important now the free state's economy is the economy where the community sector or government is the highest employer and that in itself is a challenge because you government cannot it is not it is not sustainable for government to be a creator of jobs in the long term you're going to have problems so that is why the, the last one is the issue of the balloon what i call the balloon economy the free state is a balloon economy if you can just bring a needle just with one hole it will crash and it is similar to the, the economy of the country you cannot have a situation where the financial sector is the biggest economy because it is not the real economy for example when somebody buys a house this year it is hundred thousand five years when he sells that house it is hundred and fifty thousand what led to that increase in the price because there's no increase in terms of jobs that have been created there's no increase in terms of the real production 
So, so it is a bubble. It is showing you as if it is growing, but it is not growing. So those four are what I call the structural shocks of the economy. And you need transformation to address those before you even go to the symptoms. Because by dealing with those issues through transformation, you will then address unemployment, inequality, as well as uh, <clears throat> unemployment. No, the, the question and a comment that I would make after what you are saying now is something that I would have wanted to ask at the end of this, uh, uh, you know, uh, session of ours. But let me let me let me let me dispense with it now. Uh, you know, somebody says uh, I know you are very familiar with this that the, the philosophers have uh, have have interpreted the world and its problems. However, the, the objective is to change it. Now, we are 30 years into our new transformation, uh, in fact, into our new... Uh, why are we still putting the problems that our society and economy have instead of actually implementing systems to change you know, the, the economic structure and the structure for society generally? That is a very wonderful question, and thank you very much for asking that question. Uh, yesterday, I emerged, I was at the Africa Industrialization Day uh, Symposium at Pretoria, and that is one of the issue, topical issues that was raised. Mm. To say it's a, it's a problem of the whole of Africa, if not the whole of the developing countries, where you have good policies, but you are unable to implement them. You are correct. Our role must be to change, not to interpret. We have interpreted mm. enough, mm. Uh, even though there are still shortcomings. We have interpreted enough in terms of these are the challenges. Now, the issue of implementation. The first inhibitor of implementation is the issue of not being able to align your budget to the plan. I'll make an example. We've got a, what, what was then called the 30-year plan of government, called the National Development Plan. That National Development Plan might be good, but it is not financed. There is no budget, dedicated budget that begins to say, in order for you to have unemployment by 2030, this is how much you need, and this is how it is going to be funded. Municipality A is going to spend 100,000 of this, and so on and so on, everybody. This ward is going to spend so much. There's no allocation to, against the plan. And that is the first challenge that deals with us not being able to implement. The second issue deals with the, the, the issue of government cycles. 